Dudes to Dads is a podcast to help men understand and navigate the transition of being a single dude into a family man. How do we make sense of it all? Well, we probably won't be able to, but let's go ahead and have some fun trying. And we are back. We are back. I'm Jason Kreidman. I'm Alan Bush. And this is Dudes to Dads. Again. Again. It's every time it's dudes to dads. It has not changed. <laughs> it's happening again. We've, we've thought about changing it, but we've always said no, no. it's too good. It's too good. It's, it's too good. Yeah. And our listeners, uh how do you say subscribe? No, it's not even subscribership. Mm. It is listenership. listenership. What's the word? Yeah, listenership. Uh it just keeps increasing, which is awesome. And people from all over different countries, it's just so cool to see. Yeah, yeah. You know, you know it's funny, I would always call them readers in previous podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like doesn't make any sense. What are they reading? <laughs> They're reading with their ears. Google Translate. Yeah, or exactly. what we were just talking uh, before this about uh, the ability to just transcribe stuff. Technology, man. Is out of control. It is crazy. So, you doing well? Yeah, well? things are good. Good yeah. week? Good week. Yeah, spent some time with family back east. That was really nice. cool. Yeah, yeah was very really good. good. Family good. is always good. Always good. Refreshes you, gets you energized. And yeah, ready. for sure. No, it was much needed. I really appreciated it a lot. So, that's cool. I'm from a different, like, I'm from a town. So it's different when you come yeah. back to the city and you go back to a town. It's like, oh, this is like a lot more. This quaint. is cool. Yeah. <laughs> I actually really appreciate all these trees. Right. <laughs> that is awesome. And you can wave to people because you knew them. Yeah. You know oh, them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I saw one of my classmates apparently owns the, the pizza place I used to go to. Oh, right on. And he bought it from the guy who actually passed away or whatever, but they were going to change it. And he just kept it the same. And I was like, how does I know cool. that guy? I think he went to my high school. Sure enough, someone told me, yeah, <laughs> uh, Peter, he, he owns it. And I'm like, oh, yeah. Shout out to Peter. I was about to shout out to Peter. Did from he give Paul, you a free slice? Paul's Pizza. No, he, he kind of recognized me, and I kind of recognized him, but we didn't say anything, you know? Well, we're looking for sponsors. <laughs> Paul's Pizza, if you're listening. Uh, there you go. Uh, today's episode is uh, episode 131, uh-huh. The Biggest Parenting Mistakes Dads Make. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, believe it or not, we dads are not always perfect. <laughs> I know it's hard to believe because yeah. you just think that every dad is Infallible. perfect. And, yeah. We, like we can't do anything wrong. Yeah. Um, but I think it's important to identify your mistakes so that you can work on them, sure. you know, and so that you can, I, I don't want to use the word fix, although that's probably a good <laughs> word. More accurate. Um, Cause men will relate to that, but it, it's, it, you know, ha- identifying where we make mistakes and what we do that, could potentially uh, negatively impact our kids. Sure. And so here are 10 parenting mistakes that dads make in no particular order. Okay. Okay, good. <laughs> the number one. Yeah, exactly. Mistake, no, they're, they're, they're not in any order. So <laughs> the first one is leaving the parenting up to the mom. Yes. <laughs> That's you know pretty obvious. It's called neglect. <laughs> well, no, I, I, not even that. I, I think what happens is, especially as you have a baby or very young child, is that you know oftentimes in traditional roles, the, the mom will spend more time with the child, sure, and the dad feels comfortable with that because you know he knows they're in good hands mm-hmm. and they're you know I'm making the money and yeah. the wife is. You know, taking care of the child. Yeah, the traditional, I bring home the bacon and you put it in the front. Yeah, and then traditionally, then, you know, a lot of the, quote, parenting aspects are left up to the mom. Now, traditionally, they will say, well, some of the discipline, because mm-hmm. you say, wait till your father gets home, Yeah, is is up to the dad. The dad but yeah. as far as, like, the other parenting and the teaching and the learning and the affection and a lot of, which we'll talk about, a lot of that stuff, um, I think... You know, that's a mistake that some dads do thinking that, hey, at least that parent is there. Yeah. 
um, when they really do need the dad. Yeah. So that's the first one. Uh, the second one, <laughs> trying to solve problems instead of showing empathy. Right. So in parenting, and this this comes up often, whether a child gets hurt, uh, hurt physically, hurt emotionally, mm-hmm. uh, you know, they're starting to cry, and of course the dad comes over and says. You're not bleeding. Stand up, you know, or whatever. Um, You're not bleeding. Stand up. It's a mistake. You know, they really do need to show empathy for the child. It's a really, really important thing is to show empathy. Um, And it's a running motif of the show. It is. And firsthand, I have experienced the power of empathy with not only my children, but with my friends or my spouse or whatever, that it's just such a crucial communications tool. It's just so crucial. And the ability to put yourself in somebody else's shoes, not try to solve their problem, but say, you know what? I can see that sucks. Yeah. Well, uh, all right. So there's some argument I'll counter or maybe just make a counterpoint. Ooh, I like is saying Dad's is debate. That, Dad's debate. Now, <laughs> um, <laughs> the empathy for physical hurt, mm-hmm. like you get bit by a snake or you scrape your knee and you're bleeding or whatever it is, like that comes after the, hey, let me take action and make sure you're of course. okay. You know? So like, I, I just want to kind of preface that statement as saying that um, for physical things and things that are actually need your immediate attention, take care of that first. Oh, yeah, you know? yeah, like, yeah. Get the stick out of the kid's arm. You know? Well, <laughs> you in know? any of those instances, you are taking care of their needs first. Yes. You know, even emotionally, you might give them a hug. Oh, yeah. You know, and that's the same a thing. It's like, yeah. you know, you're stopping the bleeding or whatever. Yeah, you're stopping the it's emotional bleeding. The, yeah, it's more of the verbal, um, the verbal communication as right. it goes with it. You know, like, it, it, you know, as an example, your child might say like, hey, I did really bad on my test. Right. You know, you could say, well, you should study next time. Yeah. You yeah. know, or hey, well, how could you, you know, you might be able to say, well, instead of like, how could you do better? Right. You say, are you happy with that? Yeah. You know, and then what if they say yes? You say, okay, well then. Yeah. No yeah. And deal. especially when the kid is, or anyone really is just like, just sad for the, yeah. you know, for what, maybe they're upset by something or something happened to school, whatever it is. And you don't have to solve their problem. Maybe you should punch that kid in the head, you know, right. like, or maybe you should tell the teacher nothing or whatever it is. Like, yeah. We don't, we give advice though when it's not asked. Yeah. Like unsolicited is kind yeah. of, it becomes kind like, of. Like, well, why don't you, bu- 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 like, you know, my, my children might say something like, well, X, you know, this person wasn't being very nice on the playground or something if my my response is like well why didn't you but you know why didn't you talk to them and tell them how you felt or you know if i that's not gonna help them versus oh that doesn't sound very nice yeah yeah you know and and asking well what happened what 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 what, what prompted that right and that's sort of the follow-up to that exactly so yeah so yeah so don't try to solve everyone's problems especially your spouses (laughs) um just listen to them (laughs) uh number three not providing enough affection Mm -hmm. so that is a big mistake that parent uh, that dads do yeah uh thinking that that you know it's the mom that's warm and fuzzy when reality is is that affection from their father is really important yeah and i think you're good with that and progressive in that thinking quote unquote progressive um, but you're right there's still some hard fast dads out there that are kind of distant when it comes to providing affection well yeah it also you know it has it, it has to do with their own childhood mm-hmm. you know yeah. Um, yeah, I, and, and I think too I, I have noticed where there are times where I catch myself being more distant mm-hmm. and so I have to consciously I have to consciously make because I'm not just like by nature I'm not really affectionate you know it's mm-hmm. not it's just not um 
I would say I'm 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 not that way by default. Right. And so I notice where I actually have to make the effort to be more affectionate with my kids or where I say, you know, hey, come over here and sit down or I'll go over to them and put my arm around them or so and 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 so it's a conscious thing yeah. that I actually will 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 need to do that. And I right. notice that when I am like that, my children respond back the same way. Right, right. That they are actually then you know, because I, I can notice times where I'm like, wow, my children haven't come and sat next to me in a while. <laughs> you <laughs> right. know, and that, but that's me. I have to check myself and say, Hey, am I doing what I need to be doing? Yeah. So yeah, for sure. Uh, number four, not spending enough quality time with their kids. Mm-hmm. So I, I and notice I didn't say quality or quantity. I didn't say enough time. I think it's about quality time. Yeah. You know, and we have talked about how the quality of the time is more important than the quantity. And so what happens is we're busy. We've got other stuff going on and we think, hey, we're going to go and uh, watch their sporting event. Mm-hmm. And then we're in our phone the whole time, yeah, you know, and right. you better believe that that child is looking over at you when they're about up to bat yeah. and you're looking down at your phone. Right. Right. That's that. It, it, that's not you paying. That's not paying attention to your child. Right. And so those kinds of things, um, I do think, affect the quality of the time. Mm-hmm. You know. And so giving them sort of your undivided attention in certain stints mm-hmm. um, is is really impactful for sure. Uh, number five, doing too much for the kids, not thinking that they're capable. Or not even thinking that they're not capable, but just doing too much for them. And, and yeah. so we had uh, we had some discussion about mistakes. So that could be, you know, getting them dressed when they're old enough to do it themselves, making their food for them when they're old enough to get it themselves, cleaning up after them, they're old enough to do it themselves. Um, just those kinds of things that I think dads, I mean, of course, a lot of these apply to moms too. But parenting mistakes for the dads is just, just doing too much for the kids. Yeah. You know, and that can be their way of showing love. It could be they or they they don't think the child's capable. It's like, oh, they're too young. They can't handle that. Yeah. Right, right. But no, really, they can. Yeah. You know, they're totally capable. No, for sure. Yeah. So that's that's a good one. Uh, number six, living through vicariously through their children. <laughs> um, so that could be music, sports. Yeah their education, you know, yeah. whatever, but, yeah. you know, kind of checking themselves and, and, and saying, you know, when you're at it, let's say it's a sporting event and you're cheering and you're going crazy for it. It's like, are you happy for them? Really? Right. Or, or is it your, like, I'm proud. Your missed high school football days. Yeah. That, that's you know, my kid. And he's doing Yeah. Good you're trying to relive. So yeah, I, I yeah. think that's a mistake that a lot of people make, uh, is try is trying to live, you know, or look at these like dance moms they had on yeah, television, you know, those yeah. kinds of things. Yeah. Um, you just, you just gotta be careful that you're not, you're not doing this for yourself. Um, you know, you're watching and participating with your child because it's for them. Yeah. You have to do that. Do, do you, um, I know you, with your kids, they do a variety of activities, and that, which is great because they do like martial arts. And, Not a ton, but yeah. yeah martial, no, no, yeah. but they, it's, they both do sports and martial arts, and it's fun. And, you know, I think they did, and they like it. They mm-hmm. enjoy it. Like a, I have this thing about, like, you know, when I have kids, because um, I play music. But I didn't learn anything until I got to like in my late twenties. Right. That I, I even had any musical talent and I still kinda have a little bit. Yeah. But I you know, I make music now and made the theme song. Right. But like I almost want my kids to at least take music class. Yeah. And then learn an instrument or learn a second language almost. And that's in a weird way because I feel like I should have had that. Yeah. So well, I don't know if we kind of vicariously doing that. Yeah, or no, is that... but some of it I mean th- those kinds of things are important. I mean and, and one of the things you learn too is like 
you, you have the choice. You can introduce your kids to all these things. Mm-hmm. You know, you can say, hey, I put you in a music class and then your kid will fight it, mm-hmm. you know, and it, and it totally depends on age too. Or, you know, you ask them and you're saying, hey, you know, are you, what are the, here's five things. Are you interested in any of these? Yeah. And if they're like, no, well, you might need to find a sixth, seventh or eighth one. Yeah, right. um, but also they might be interested based on the fact that you're interested in it. So like, yeah. you know, they're watching you as they grow yeah. and you are an athletic person or like like my wife and I exercise. So I'm guessing my kids, and, and I see that already, they have a, a, a des, not a desire, but sort of it's just a natural thing. Like, oh yeah, of course I'm going to be, I'm going to exercise. Like, yeah. because that's what our family does. You, right, you know, right, exactly. Um, not to say that that always happens, but if you know your team or if you guys are always around the basketball court, there's a likelihood that yeah. the child's going to play basketball. For sure. It doesn't, not for sure. Yeah. Um, so I think music and those kinds of things are the same way arts, you know, all kinds of stuff yeah. that when they are exposed to it and then you have a tendency obviously to get them into it. Right. Um, but you know, they start also, uh, having their own opinions, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, of course. And, and so, gonna, and they can, if they deviate, I totally get it. You know, like, I'm not saying you right. got to do it until you're 27. No, I like, think it's great know. to introduce them to multiple things, I yeah. mean, languages and, and arts and music and culture. And I mean, all yeah. kinds of stuff that they can get exposed to and then they can decide like, Hey, is that something interesting or not? You right. know, like, I mean, even with my kids, if they'd said, you know what, I don't want to do martial arts anymore. Mm-hmm. I, I, not going to, Hey, you have to, right. You know? Yeah. I mean, if you've committed to a certain amount of time or a certain, like they want to get to their black belt or whatever, yeah. you know, that's something that you might want them to stick to and you have to do that. Um, but in, you know, in, in many cases you, you just kind of roll with it and you want to see what, you know, where their interest lies and kind of allow them to do that right. as an individual. So, yeah, for sure. Um, so let's see. Number seven, aggressive, punishment. I don't mm-hmm. know how to term that <laughs> put that way. But that could be yelling, <laughs> spanking. Yeah. Um I think dads have a tendency to be more aggressive mm-hmm. thinking that that's how they can get their point across. Um I had a nice discussion earlier today about spanking. It was quite interesting. Um with the person who was for it because it worked on them. Yeah. Meaning like they had the fear that they were going to get in trouble and spanked so that they didn't do stuff. <laughs> right. And that was a quite a good argument yeah. or a debate. Yeah. Um, but you know, aggressive punishment doesn't, uh, it, you know, it's been proven. It's that it, it might be short term. It might even be long term that it can, it can work if you will. It, 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 it does or, or makes the behavior that you want, but is it in the best way? Yeah. And I think that's a, a good point. Like, I mean, I, I, can't, I've seen both sides of the camp work, quote unquote. But the uh, the one aggressive, especially when it comes to like physical abuse, and you can, if you want to coin it that way, um, that tends to leave emotional scars. Right. And I think that's part of the problem with that is that like, well, I, I, you know, I'm not a big fan of bratty kids. <laughs> At some point, it's like, look, you know, I'm stronger than you. you but if it's a bratty down, kid. It's the bre- it's the parent. It's the parent letting that happen. Allow that to happen. That's my thing. Is that like you can discipline your kids without being aggressive, and and then when and when you're too lenient in both regards, then it becomes like then the kid permissive can do parenting. It. Yeah, right. Permissive is almost as, almost as bad. Right. Um. It, we, we, like 
you know, it's not to rope your kids in here, but they're not bratty. They're good kids, from what I know. Yeah. <laughs> you know, just they're polite and they were, you know, because we're aggressive with them. <laughs> because, because, and, I, and I've seen your parenting style, even when something's not going the way you want it to, you're like calmly talk to them, you know, but sternly, but just calmly. Yeah. But I, yeah. I mean, but even. You can always work on it. Even but. admittingly, it's like, I think that's more recent for me that I have become more calm, you know, doing this and, yeah. and understanding how to parent better. Yeah. Because when you don't have the tools, yelling and getting upset is just one of the tools that you use because you don't have other tools. Yeah, everything you know? everything becomes a nail. Everything. Yeah, I mean, everything. <laughs> I have a hammer. Something's got to get. Yeah, and nailed. I still, I have, I've got my bad days. I yeah. mean, I'm, I'm oh, human, yeah. you know, yeah, and sure. I, but it's learning. Okay, um, you know what? You just give me a great idea for another podcast. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> hammer in the nail complex. No, it's like anger management. You yeah, know, or like or just you know that that's probably a good topic. I think it's a great topic. Um, and so, yeah, I'm gonna prepare for that. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I think it's just important to be mindful of how aggressive you are because they are watching, and if you know, and mimic. And they will mimic it. Now, hey, if you want your kids to be aggressive, then you don't care. Then that's how it is. But <laughs> train them to be. Just not sure that yeah. we, need, we need that in our you society. You want kids being jerks? Right. Go ahead and do it. So that one's good. Um, number eight, expectations are too high. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and that's something definitely I can identify with that I had to put myself in check because I have these expectations of myself, of my family, of my kids, all these people. And it's not fair. Yeah. You know, in many instances, it's not fair. And, and and it's not even fair to myself putting my own expectations on myself. Sure. And so you kind of have to put that in check and realize, I mean, you know, a kid who's three years old, two or three years old, and you have an expectation that they're going to behave wonderfully in a restaurant. <laughs> I mean, that's a, a you know simple example. Yeah. They're not going to, right. you know, or if they do, it's very rare. Yeah. They're you tired. <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, no, if they're tired, they're still going to be worse. Be worse. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, your expectations, you know, you have expectations going into a situation. And I think that is a mistake that a lot of dads make in all kinds of situations where you have an expectation of how things should be. Hmm. Cause we all do with that. Yeah. We all have that in all parts of our lives and you end up being very disappointed. Right. You know, instead of realizing, oh, okay, they're three years old. Uh, <laughs> that totally makes sense. Right. You know, we used to joke with our kids and be like, how old are you? And they'd be like four. We're like, okay, like, <laughs> that's why, you know, I get it. I mean, sometimes that made it easier. Sometimes it, it just was that it was like, oh, okay, I got to just get through this. You know? <laughs> right. Um, because no, I remember, I mean, I remember walking out of a restaurant upset because my child wasn't behaving and they were like two and a half, three years old. Like I shouldn't have brought them to the restaurant. Yeah, what were you doing that in the first place? That, yeah. I mean, my wife and I were like, you know, Hey, we wanted to go out to dinner. And so we brought our son or whatever. And it's like, you know, he was crying and thinking that it's going to be okay. Like, no, I shouldn't have brought him to the restaurant. Yeah. It's like, you know, like, or he should have been like well-fed and slept. Right. You know? Yeah. yeah. Um, that's on me. That's yeah. not the fault of a three-year-old, you know? <laughs> so it's just kind of funny how that all works. And so my expectations definitely were too high. And so that's a, that's a big mistake. <laughs> right. I know. Yeah. Oh, good fun. <laughs> um, number nine, underestimating their child. And I think, you know, not so much like that they're not capable of things to do by themselves, but some of it that, but just in general of underestimating the, 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 um, 
I, I mean, I guess that's what it is. It's, it's, but I, I was thinking of it more in like, let's say school mm. or sports or um, talent mm-hmm. or anything like that. Where we're like, ah, no, they're not going to be able to do that, you know, <laughs> or, and, and, and I've been guilty of that where just because you think of the child's personality yeah. or something like, oh, they're definitely not going to be able to stay over there by themselves. They're going to be totally scared. Yeah. And then they're like, right. nope, I'm good, dad. Oh, yeah. You know, like, um, what? Right. <laughs> And so that's, you know, that's the same kind of thing of the expectations, but you're underestimating their ability to handle something. Yeah. And I think that's a big mistake too, mm-hmm. instead of just, you know, and granted we do it cause we try to preempt a situation or like, we know that there's, there's going to be a problem and it's like, yeah. And but, it comes along the line of like trying to protect them and make sure everything's okay. So you take care right. of things for them. It's kind of like a, a jump off from what yeah. you were saying earlier. Yeah. Uh, and then the last one, and this is a big one for dads. And I see this a lot because I go camping and I do other things with groups of dads. Yeah. They don't really regulate their food or candy mm. intake very well. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think dads are worse than moms. I don't know. At least that's what I've seen in my experience. Mm. Um, and, and that can be because the dad himself doesn't care too much, you know, about like what's going into his body. Sure. Um, but yeah, I mean, and granted, I'm on the other end of the spectrum. And so, but then I recognize that. And so it, part of it is like allowing the kids to have stuff. You know, we always say good food before bad. And it's not that they can't have bad food. It's just within moderation. Yeah. But I have witnessed some things that, you know, a college frat party uh, <laughs> would decline, would decline, <laughs> you know, as far as like the amount of candy that was going into the kids yeah. you know, I, or, or sodas at a really young age and yeah. not just one, but multiple uh, and, and those, and, and that kind Drives of stuff. Like, yeah, it's, it, nobody would argue that that's okay for a child. To I have. know. I know. I, I see that sometimes when I'm, I'm just watching parents and you just kind of, I mean like a treat once in a while going to yeah, McDonald's no, it's or whatever fine. Once in a while, but that's fine. But like, like you said, a very young age drinking sodas perpetually and eating just sugary or really bread heavy. And yeah, it's a big mistake. Yeah. You're teaching the child, I mean, bad patterns, you know, and, yeah. and part of that I'm guessing though, is because they don't follow that themselves. And, and exactly. And it's, and I guess that's the thing you learn behaviors early. And so like, I think I told you before, like, my gra- grandma like well have some no thank you helping right and never made it a big deal so i'd do that and now i crave the no thank you helping right it's a yes thank you now <laughs> yes. and so and i got used to eating fruit and things before eating junk and yep. even though i'm an adult now and i can eat the heck i want i prefer to eat the healthy stuff granted with some uh, with some beer know, with some, yeah <laughs> drinking wash it down with beer <laughs> yeah. and wine uh, yeah. but but you know it, it is something that like I, I can even feel it now especially at the age we're at it's like uh i had a carl's jr like a few months ago and I was like, what the heck? Why did I eat that? <laughs> that was very tasty, but almost immediately I was like, ugh. I well, it like becomes difficult. It I, I noticed that too. It's like when you start eating better, mm-hmm. the me- immediately when you go off of it, it, it doesn't feel very no, good. No, like yeah. I, I have to make money. Just it's like, like a enough. purebred you know, animal. <laughs> I'm a thoroughbred now. No, like but purebreds, like, you know, they, they have more tendency to get sick or like if, you know, they, like, like there's things that'll happen. Yeah. They're more prone to stuff. Yeah. Um, I feel like that's with humans too. Like the more pure your body is, (laughs) 
like you think it's stronger and you yeah. think, but then like you do something that's not pure and yeah. you are just ruined. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. it is something like that's why, you know, I think <laughs> balance is helpful. If right. You, you know, just don't overdo it. Right. You know? So these are 10 things that I think, you know, parenting mistakes that dads make. I, um, I think the point of this is, like I said, is, you know, we're not perfect as dads. Sure. And part of it is to recognize these things that are mistakes or that can be modified our own behavior and how that affects the behavior of our kids um, to make sure that, you know, they're on the right track. Yeah. You know, and um, I don't know. That's that that's great. What I was sharing. Yeah, so, that's great. I like it. Uh, what do people do if they have their own ideas or they want to find us on the interwebs? The interwebs are available to you by writing to podcast at dudes If you want to email us, uh, go to s- Facebook, Deuce of Dads com and Twitter, Deuce of Dad, at Deuce of Dads. And YouTube has its own Deuce of Dads channel Correct. and also the Dad University channel. So there's going to be two entities that you can get some great dad information. Check out Jason's videos, by the way. I know he doesn't just plug this all the time, but it's really great what you're doing with Dad University. Yeah, yeah, we're starting to do awesome. some more stuff with the videos. Yeah. And, stuff. It's fun. And, and, and please go to iTunes and Stitcher because <laughs> do both of them, but at least do one of them. Leave a review and subscribe to the channels that we just mentioned, including the, all the social media and, and, and um, uh, podcatchers as they call them and leave a review if you can it really helps uh, perpetuate the rankings awesome well, cool. thank you once again thank you uh, and we will see you next time see you next time